0: You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 121. Okay, so have you guys ever thought about how when you're in a service-based industry, a lot of times you're meeting up with somebody that's like a total stranger from the internet? Anybody else? Because as a photographer here, that has kind of become my reality on a regular basis. And it seems totally normal until I really start to think about it. And I'm like, wow, that whole uh, don't talk to strangers thing really just went straight out the window. Especially for me as a photographer that specializes in like rural like western couples and businesses and just people of that nature that tend to live out in the country. I am usually down some dirt road that is in the middle of nowhere and uh really if something were to ever go wrong uh we... (laughs) I'd be kind of stranded and screwed a little bit but I am lucky that that hasn't happened for me yet. I uh, am oftentimes without cell phone service in these weird sketchy places that are beautiful but you know sketchy nonetheless. That's that's something that I I joke about often but it is something that I take very seriously and I am a strong believer in protecting yourself and I've even done a podcast episode on this so if you're interested in hearing how to stay Safe as a uh, service based business owner, definitely go check out episode 32 way back in the beginning, episode 32 of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. I am a strong believer in women having their CCW or some kind of protection when they are um, in businesses or industries like this. Anyway, uh, that's not the point of this episode. It was just something that I started thinking about as I was outlining this episode and what I was going to talk about. And that kind of just came to mind. So I wanted to share it with you. But anyway, like I said, not the the point of this video. I really wanted to bring up the fact of on one of these occasions where I was driving out to go meet a client for a photo shoot. This was a few years ago. There was a situation, I'm I'm driving out and I park and I get out of my car and immediately this girl comes running up to me and throws her arms around me and gives me like the biggest hug ever, which was super sweet, but also very strange because I had never met this person in uh, real life before. All of our communication was on email or like social media. So everything was online. I've never met this person before in real life. I've only seen her on social media, and so she was giving me this huge, huge hug, and I was just kind of taken off guard by that, and I I didn't really know, like, why she was hugging me so big. But after that, she told me, like, I'm so sorry, I hope that wasn't weird, I just feel like I already know you so well, and that we're gonna be great friends. In that moment, it, like, clicked to me, and I realized I must be doing something right. Especially because similar situations kept on happening like that afterwards and I would meet these clients for the first time who said they just felt really comfortable with me because of how I had presented myself online and those same clients would be the ones that referred me to their friends. I was able to build these really strong connections and relationships with them and continue to work with clients like that that were my ideal clients because I had set this expectation of what it was going to be like to work with me and who I was and kind of what I stood for and all of those things before I ever even met these people. Over the years, I've gotten a lot of questions on how to grow a sustainable business, no matter what that looks like, whatever kind of service. And this works for product-based businesses too, but I think especially in service-based industries, it's really important to establish strong connections with your clients, not only to make sure that they all have a good experience, but Again, it ensures that you're going to continue to get more and more clients that are your ideal fit and clients that are not just clients, but raving fans of yours and that love you for you is going to make you feel better about working with them and it's gonna make them feel better about working with you. So if you are someone that struggles and you feel like you are not getting very many word of mouth recommendations or you're not working with people who you absolutely love and that feel like friends to you, then you're definitely gonna wanna keep listening Because we are diving into all of that and more right now. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I am a serial entrepreneur through and through, but most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. Calling all photographers. Do you struggle with coming up with content ideas throughout the year and knowing what to post every single day? Trust me, I get it. I've been there and I have a solution. I've created a brand new resource just for you. It's an entire year's worth of content pre-planned out so you will not have to think about what to post for the entire year of 2023. Literally, I am not kidding. This resource is a calendar style resource that provides 12 months worth of content, what days to post, what days to take a break, prompts on what to post exactly, or just inspiration for ideas. It's the end all be all for your content for this year, and I cannot wait for you to get your hands on this. Head to sarahelrod.com slash year of content Or you can also go to the Sarah Elrod shop to find it as well. That's sarahelrod.com slash year of content or sarahelrod.com slash shop. So building strong relationships with your clients is like an essential part of growing and maintaining your business. And it can be difficult to know exactly where to start with that. And a lot of business owners are conflicted because... Of like what their boundaries should be with their clients how far is too far between professional and friendship and I'll admit I've definitely crossed this line before and clients would you know start out as paying clients and it was great and but we would like hit things off so much that we became more than just this professional client relationship and we would start hanging out outside of photo shoot time and pretty Pretty soon it would turn into this awkward well now I can't charge them because they're my friends and I know I know of course friends can pay you for your services and they should but Usually for me, I mean, and I'm lucky to have, most of my friends are very good about offering to pay for a photo shoot from me or a service from me. But if you are one of my deep, close friends, then most of the time I'm not gonna charge you at all, or at least not very much, um, for for just like typical smaller things. Now, if it was like a huge project, that might be a little different, but generally speaking, that's, that's the truth, which is also why I have to be careful as a business owner of who I let in to my friend circle because especially once you start growing, I hate saying this because I really don't even have like a big following, but I've noticed this even with like the mediocre sized following that I do have. And granted, I, I guess it's a, it's a decent large following if you count all the social media platforms I'm on. So all collectively, like we have a decent sized following between me and our family account and all the things. But anyway, it's like weird how people, I don't want to say weird, but like people really want to be your friend and it's hard to know are you like genuinely trying to be my friend or are you trying to be my friend or be friendly to me because you want something from me you think I'm going to give you free like business advice or free like help with things and, and work on projects for you for free so it can just be like a little tricky to navigate things like that um, because I've definitely run into those situations where people have not had the best intentions they pretend like they want to just be your friend and then they turns out they just want to use you so uh, you do have to be a little bit careful. And I have had to learn what my boundaries are and how to stick to them and how to create these friendly relationships that are still client based and professional. So the first thing to do to create these strong relationships, I would say, is to have a solid customer or client experience and that experience begins the moment that someone works with or inquires to work with you and you could even argue that this begins even before anybody reaches out to you but especially the moment somebody inquires to work with you That's when your client experience begins. And something that is going to set you apart from everybody else is, first thing, how long it takes you to respond to that person and to that client. Now, getting back to customer inquiries in a timely manner can be very effective and the difference between why they book with you versus somebody else in your industry. Because you have to keep in mind and never assume that they are only reaching out to you and they are just sitting there waiting for your reply. Chances are they are probably reaching out to a bunch of different people that offer the same type of service as you and they are you know kind of price shopping seeing putting out feelers just seeing the differences in everybody's packages and offerings and all the things and you increase those chances of them picking you and booking with you even if you're higher priced just based on how quickly you respond to them I would say a 24 hour window is like pretty dang good obviously the faster you can do it the even better it is but not everybody's even capable of doing a 24-hour window. I know I used to be super on responding really really fast to clients and emails and to be totally honest I am not the quickest in the business anymore and I know that about myself because I have a baby, I'm very busy, like I have strong boundaries and even if it does mean that like I might potentially lose a uh, client because of it I mean, to me, like, I I do find it to be worth it in a lot of times, um, but that's not true for everybody, and that definitely wasn't true for me even just a few months ago. So you have to really understand, like, where you're at and what you're willing to potentially lose or sacrifice based on what boundaries you set for yourself. So another thing, too, is um, that you can do to kind of help out this if, if you can't commit to, like, a really fast response time as far as, like, 24 hours or less is an important factor to include is on either on your inquiry form which is where i would suggest putting it or like on your inquiry page is to put your response time, like write out the fact that they can expect a response from you in however long it's gonna take. So if it's 48 hours, if you can guarantee that you can respond to them in 48 hours, then put that. Or if it's 72 hours, or if it's one week, put that. I mean, that's a pretty long time to not get back to somebody, but you know, you you can put whatever you want. And I think that helps, it might not be foolproof, Full fool proof. I always think it's like full proof, but it's fool proof. But it I think it does help because they're at least not sitting there being like, Okay, it's been twenty-four hours. Why haven't they responded to me if it's forty-eight hours? At least they know as soon as they submit your contact form, like, okay they are probably gonna take at least two days to get back to me. And they're, they maybe won't jump to a conclusion if somebody else responds faster until they hear back from you to see what's going on with you. And another thing that you wanna do right from the beginning is to anticipate your client's needs. So my initial email response back to any inquiry, I try to cover as many frequently asked questions as I can without being asked by that person. And this is gonna put you in a position of authority and it's gonna show your potential clients that you're an expert in this industry. If you are just getting started in your business and maybe you don't have like a ton of clients under your belt or you don't necessarily know what frequently asked questions in your industry might be, there are a few ways that you can take some pretty good guesses on this. And I would say the best resources for this are Pinterest and the good old Google machine. Uh, Literally, you could go to either one of these platforms and just type in the search bar questions to ask your blank insert whatever it is that you do you know photography horse trainer graphic designer plumber interior designer personal stylist whatever it is that you do whatever you are put questions to ask xyz and you will get a whole bunch of resources and blog posts and articles that are going to pop up that are going to have questions for what somebody should ask a person like you before they hire you and you can use those bits of information and add those answers into your email. I also would suggest putting them on your website and your pricing guides like all the places you possibly can so that people like don't even have to ask you those questions and what that's going to do is save you a ton of time from having to answer the same questions over and over and over again, but it's also going to make your clients feel like they can totally trust you because you have such a good handle on things and you've answered their questions before they even asked them. The second thing is to create an environment of trust and respect. So you want to make sure that you are being honest and transparent in all your interactions with these clients and give them the opportunity to make suggestions and provide feedback, even if it's not so great feedback. And you just want to make them feel heard. I think sometimes the best way to handle a negative experience with a client, if a client ends up not happy with you, the best way to make them feel better about the situation is just making them feel heard. Even if you feel like you've done nothing wrong in the situation, just listening to how they feel can change their perspective on you and your business and keep them from leaving you a negative review. Communication is totally key and you wanna make sure to keep your clients updated on any new changes or developments in your business. Um, And you can do this individually. You can send out emails individually if it applies to only certain people. But if there's like a mass change that's happening in your business that everybody needs to know instead of writing out the same email over and over and over again you can even send group emails through you could do it to your email list if you have one of those or you can send out group emails or like a mass email that goes to everybody on HoneyBook uh, which by the way if you are not on HoneyBook yet you can definitely give it a try by going to sarahelrod.com HoneyBook for more information Um, But I think that's a really big thing. Is just being in communication. I think a lot of people, when it comes to building trust with their clients, they think that they need to be like sending them stuff all the time and be like super over the top about everything, sending them all these gifts and all this fluff. And that stuff's great, and that can definitely work. I think a lot of people forget that like the bare minimum sometimes is a million times more than what everybody else is doing. So going out of your way to make people feel heard and just talking to them and Communicating with them is huge as far as making people happy with their overall experience with you. And then the last thing is to under promise and over deliver. And I know you've heard me talk about this before, you've heard other people talk about this before, but you want to show your clients that you're willing to go above and beyond and go that extra mile and provide additional services and an experience that feels totally customized. And notice what I said there I said it feels customized, not that it actually is customized and I think it's important to understand that you can create an experience that is consistent to what everybody else is getting and that's important that you want to make sure you're providing a consistent experience among all your clients because the last thing you want is for them to say oh my gosh I had such a great experience with this person they did x y and z and all this stuff and then the next that so then that friend that they're referring you to like hires you and then you don't provide that same exact experience they might end up disappointed because they were expecting something so you should set an experience that feels great feels amazing right from the get-go and that is something that you will give to everybody but then you can throw in additional things that are extras that you're still doing for everybody but they feel more special so like just for example of what some of these little things might feel like um, to make someone feel special and unique is to send gifts to your clients and I know not everybody's on like a huge budget for this but it could be something as small as a Starbucks gift card it could be something totally customizable if you have the bandwidth to do that I used to do that in the beginning of my business I would go and like specifically pick out gifts for my clients and like make them super customizable and like, mail them the old fashioned way and all the things. And I just found that that was a lot because I would book people really sporadically. And I feel like maybe you could do this a little bit differently than I did. Maybe, like, okay, all, like you do it at the end of the month. And every time someone books with you, you just like make a note of it. And then at the end of the month, you do all of them at the same time. That probably logically makes more sense than what I was doing. But I would basically like book somebody and then, like, the next day go to the store and buy them all this stuff and then mail it to them. And that just wasn't actually... A good way to do what I was trying to do like it was it was too much like I found myself falling on my face all the time because I wouldn't get it done and I wasn't able to be consistent so I found a gift giving website actually and that is how I send gifts now is I can go on and choose what goes into a box and then it gets shipped to them directly from there so things like that do exist but if you do have the bandwidth to go in and throw in a little extra something for your clients and mail it to them make it relevant to their life you know if they love dogs throw in like a picture frame that has like dog paw prints on it or throw in like a collar for their fur baby even besides that so like obviously gift giving is one thing if you do not have the bandwidth to give a gift I do not think it is like 100% necessary in order to book somebody or like have them have a positive experience I think it means a lot but it's not totally necessary but something that I do think that is important and that a lot of people maybe don't don't do well is they aren't paying attention to their clients lives so something that I started implementing in my own business was taking notes of every meeting and every conversation that I have with my clients not just the ones that are like business related meetings and this is definitely like a tedious thing and I don't always remember to do it but I try to be very intentional about it and I actually got this idea from my dentist because they did it in their dentist office once they were like taking notes at they, when I first sat down in the chair, I was, they would just ask me like personal questions about my life and just like, how are things going? How's it, you know, what are things? And I would just start talking and they would be like typing and I always kind of wondered what they were typing but I have this friend that is works in the dental office and I was asking her about it and she said that they are literally taking notes on what I'm saying even if I mean it has nothing to do with the, my teeth like I'm literally talking about how I got a dog or I'm pregnant or whatever and when I'm due and all these things and what they're doing is my next visit when I go in like six months later they go back and look at those previous notes and then they bring up those talking points so be like oh last time you were in you were like six months pregnant so is your baby here like what's going on like you were talking about how you were going to take this trip to Mexico like how's that going and I thought that was so smart so I started applying this to my business and I will just take notes on what clients are saying is going on in their life even if it has nothing to do with what they hired me for I just like to be able to bring up things that they have mentioned because that's going to make them feel super seen super heard and special that you actually took the time to understand them and know who they are if you don't have a ton of clients it's easier to maybe just remember these things off the top of your head but when you talk to as many people as I do just on social media and you're trying to keep up with all the people in your life it can be hard to remember all these things about them so don't don't stress about taking notes I mean I'm implementing this in which is like my personal relationships in life because I just can't keep up with what's going on in everybody's life all the time so sometimes I just make a quick little note like oh they they went on a vacation like I need to ask them about that. I mean, it might sound pathetic and not personal, but I think it's better than talking to them and then being like, I have no idea what to say to you. Like I don't know what to talk about. Take for that what you will, but I do think it's really important to apply something like that to your business so that you can show that you actually care what's going on with them. Don't forget, you know, just like a really big important thing that I feel like a lot of people miss is to not forget to just thank your customers for hiring you and for working with you and let them know that you value their continued support, and their business. A simple handwritten card or note can go a long way. Instead of just writing like a thank you email and sending it to them, I think something handwritten and tangible means more. I mean, emails are great too if that's like all you can do, it's better than nothing. But if you can just take that extra mile, go to, you know, Target, Walmart, order some on Amazon, just a little card to say thank you and write a handwritten note that's that's personal, that's going to make that person feel really special. And that is going to make them more likely to refer you to their friends as well. So always trying to get those word of mouth recommendations, right? So it's important to remember that building strong relationships with clients does not happen overnight. It does take time and it does take effort and dedication on your part to make sure that you are doing your side of things to build that relationship and that connection you have to be willing to take time to get to know your clients and your customers and make them feel heard and seen and feel special and unique and not just like some other date on your calendar so by following these tips I promise that you are going to be well on your way to building successful relationships with your clients and your customers I just want to know what you guys think I hope this episode was helpful for you I hope it um has given you ideas on some things to do and i i want to hear what you think so shoot me a message over on instagram per use you know the drill uh make sure to join the facebook group and yeah i'll catch you guys in the next one see ya you've just finished another episode of the brandy cowgirl podcast and if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on sunday then i don't know what will make sure to follow us on instagram at brandy cowgirl podcast and tiktok Also join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl Podcast Insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowboy podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.